Welcome to Upasana, the daily spiritual channel. In Sanskrit, Upasana literally means sitting near and is a prescribed method for approaching a guru or getting close to a guru. Upa in Sanskrit means near and asanam means to sit. So, Upasana means a way to sit near God or Guru. Upasana can be described as a systematic practice of a prescribed method of work, which is worship. This channel is dedicated to all the Gurus who have enriched the knowledge space with their pearls of wisdom, taking us to the right path to living a meaningful life. We call it daily spirituality to enrich our attitudes and approach to the challenges of life. Upasana Daily Spirituality I'd like to go through the significance. What have I already told? Purificatory powers it has got. Milk represents sattvic qualities, good qualities. So much of milk, one drop of, you know, lime juice fish. Lots of good qualities we have in us. One small bad quality in us is enough to pull us down. And to, you know, transform us from plus to minus. Therefore, so when we give milk bath to the Lord, this is a Lord, milk signifies goodness. Curds, milk boiled and then set becomes curds. If we put milk, let's say take milk in this and then, you know, when we hold it in our hand, it will be light. But the moment it becomes curds, when we hold it again, it is heavy. Same quantity of milk only. There is some chemical chain, but now it appears to be heavy. So, curds always represents for, and it's solid. If it is real solid, we can even cut it with a knife here. So, that represents Shraddha in me. So, the curds represent Shraddha. In a sattvic mind, when we put little of bhakti into it, my Shraddha becomes completely stabilized. So, curds bath for the Lord represents Shraddha, faith. So, may faith come into me. No? Ghee is the end product of milk. Milk, then curds, then butter, then ghee. So, all activities that we do, the end product is the karma pala result, good or bad. So, ghee represents the karma pala for all of us. So, when we, you know, do Abhishek to him, say, Lord, I am offering to you all my karma pala. Good and bad is yours. Whatever it is. And then when I take it back from you, it becomes prasadam, I will consume it. It may be conducive to me, it may not be conducive to me. So all activities, the end product is the result that comes. That result, Lord, I am now through that ghee offering to you all my, the results of my activity. And ghee also has got lots of importance in Ayurveda. It represents the fire element. Then uh, longevity, health, all those things are included in ghee. That's why they say little ghee you should take. And ghee lamp also. The vibrations that are emitted from a lamp with ghee is totally different. When we have lit a ghee lamp, we will know. Even after it has, you know, it's got extinguished. That's why all our traditional ancient temples, all are only ghee lamps over there. So ghee is like, sugar again is the end product of the sugar cake. It is got those, you know, uh, ridges and then it has to be crushed in a mission 
and then after that we get the sugar cane juice then it goes through a process then only sugar comes so this you know this entire sugar cane with those ridges represent they, they those you know this thing uh, ridges represent bondage again we are all in bondage only samsara has bound us karma has bound us we have to go through the mission upper and lower who is squeeze through it sadhana that's all different different we can say shraddha bhakti we can say dwait there are so many ways of representing the lower and the upper uh, let us say stones which crushed or grind metallic pieces which grind the sugar cane so we have to go through all the whatever happens to opposites sukha dukha uh, laba uh, laba jaya jaya we have to go through it only then we can become more and more more and more more and more refined and then the juice comes out sweetness will come into our lives only when we go through this process of sadhana and then we will fit we become fit to become real sugar so bliss so sugar represents bliss for us ananda for us honey also represents same thing again honey also has got lot of medicinal value and honey also is the end product of the bees madhu i have talked about madhusudana the one who destroyed the demon called madhu so when we all do perform our activities the end product of every activity is the honey that is there in our life if we hold on to it we will have to come back again debit is there credit is there merit is there demerit is there in our bank we have to come back birth and death birth and death but supposing the end product of all our activities like how honey is the end product of all the bees if we surrender to the lord he will come and take away the end the final the karma phala once the lord comes and accepts the karma phala because we have surrendered it onto him no merit is sticking to me no demerit also is sticking to me no debit no credit in the bank why should i go to the bank no coming back here that is the meaning of madhusudana the one who destroyed madhu or the one who looks away the madhu and what is the madhu the madhu is the karma phala that is there in as good and bad for all these five ing- ingredients represent so many things for us spiritual on the spiritual level physical level also they have medicinal properties we have see vibration wise also they are i mean they are substances which can you know absorb maximum vibrations and then transfer it to ourselves it should be a very beautiful equipment to communicate to us no so they are all very beautiful instruments the milk the curd the ghee the sugar and the honey to take the vibrations from the lord and then transfer it on to us even when we go and take that prasad of that panchamrita it has got something in it power is there it's a highly potential medicine which we are taking into ourselves not an ordinary medicine medicinal value also is there when they mix up what are the vibrations that we are consuming we don't even have any idea of of what it will do to us you're listening to upasana daily spirituality vastram samarpayami what does it mean do we have to clothe the lord and why we dress up the lord with nice clothes vastram samarpayami think vastra again over there what is the vastra made up of there are vertical threads if we go to a loom and one goes this way one goes this way but these are constant so when these threads are constant and when this goes the shuttle goes you know from left to right and right to left we have this entire cloth coming in front of us so similarly in us also there is something changeless called life 
and then breathing in is going on breathing out is going on continuously it's shuttling air is shuttling in and out in and out so therefore the cloth called life experiences we are not talking about life that is there in us but when the breath goes in and out and in and then out and in and out our life experiences or life journey that cloth gets filled that's why they say the whole universe is a beautiful carpet which the lord has you know designed all of us are something over there in a carpet it's view but it's not a two dimensional it is multi dimensional it is not even four dimensional so therefore if the lord is so uh, let's say all pervading how do we dress him up we need tons and tons and meters and meters of cloth therefore the directions themselves directions means space space has got life and in space there is you know wind moving this way and that way therefore we clothe the lord with you know space is a big ambara shiva is supposed to be the gambara in one sense naked in another sense he is clothed by the directions himself so our little lord with what will we clothe him we will clothe him with a nice little dhoti or make a small little sari and put it for devi but this is what i am offering to you my very life and i am offering to you lord every breathing in and breathing out in the form of a cloth for you to wear no doubt we are putting a dhoti for him but the bhavana should be like this which means every moment every breathing in and every breathing out that i am doing which is because of the aliveness in me because of which why is that because of the life in me i am offering on to that they say you know, every moment live for the lord every breath take for the lord that is what it means this is the eternal clothing that i am clothing you with should be our bhavana when we dressing up with clothes that's vastra you're listening to upasana daily spirituality we see in temples the lord dressed in very very attractive jewelry does god need jewelry why do we do this we put ornaments around him garlands around him all of them just like we would like to look beautiful he is sundareshwara he is the one who has created the entire beautiful world how beautiful he must be when he is so beautiful does he need but we we deck ourselves up no therefore we deck him up also see it's all just you know uh, beautifying him more and more beautifying him means glorifying him more and more gold activates the chakras that are there in us the spiritual chakras that are there in us which means evolution that's all all our gods were why because they have they are all they are 100% charged bodies from which we draw our small little little units of charge that we require for our daily transaction so if we wear so much for charging ourselves how much more the lord must wear for charging himself so therefore our gods are shown with all these ornaments you're listening to upasana daily spirituality we see many roadside temples springing up everywhere is it okay to build temples anywhere or is there any particular place a temple has to be built in there were very strict rules and regulations where a temple should be built also how it should be built the environment we must go and sit there for some time we have to sit there minimum 15 minutes so that the environment that is there is able to work on us 
but we have lost all that significance over it. we can't have temples on the roadside and on the pavements it's 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 not all right it is there but it won't do anything to us the vastu of a temple is completely different from the vastu of a house this is individual it's at an individual level there it is at a universal level so the whole formation the pattern everything has to be so different that's why also we can't have ghee lamps burning all through the day it's only temples we can take it in you're listening to upasana daily spirituality why do we wear a bindi in the center of our forehead is it just a cosmetic bindi or is there a deeper significance to this why should we have something on our forehead the eye of knowledge is there we have to activate it how will we activate it unless we touch it so this is the best and this is this represents paramatma and this also is represents spirituality for us very powerful finger this is. therefore we activate this you know it's called as an eye of knowledge not that there is an eye over there our intuitive powers have to be triggered how it's sitting there dormant latent unless and until we open it up it will not open at all therefore we trigger that's one thing another thing for those who do contemplation and meditation it starts to open up fiery element they say fire fire resin mean fire will come out we use a white heat of meditation whenever we are doing a satsang also the heat is generated because consistency is there focusing not of one person all of us here are focused so it's like sun rays all focus through the glass paper can burn so we generate heat in a satsang we don't generate in a gossip but when something is you know common we generate lot of heat so therefore here heat is generated it has to be cooled so therefore whatever ingredients we use for the kumkum or for the vibhuti or it is all cooling 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 and purifying kumkum is made up of turmeric powder and when we convert it into kumkum also it's done very traditionally not the artificial kumkum that we get over here see red is reflected red is heat what is the opposite color of red violet violet we are drawing in violet is the color of knowledge violet is the color of liberation in 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 the chakra sahasra kamala is purple they say so purple stands for realization mukti moksha spiritual knowledge so when we throw red out maximum we are absorbing purple violet that is why we have the red and also what it is made up of also one is very soothing it purifies us turmeric purifies kumkum purifies uh, vibhuti is kanwa made out of cow dung again all negative vibrations it is it is able to throw away and only the good we draw and also the vibhuti shivaratri we went through the significance it shows us all the three whether it is vertical or you know horizontal that is nama and uh, this is shiva shaivites will you know have three horizontal mark it indicates we have to go beyond the three beyond the three gunas beyond the three states waking dream and sleep state beyond the tapatraya we say tapa means the, the three types of heat that we go through in our samsara go beyond the three go beyond the concept of time the three periods of time past present and future only then realization possible for us so the three should indicate to us that we must go beyond the three where we are stuck in the three tripura samhara is that only you no know, all three should be burnt out at one stretch 
then what remains is one single uniform white ash whatever we burn ultimately whether it is a piece of uh, stick or whether it is an animal or a plant or a human being sinner saint ultimately only one white ash is available for us that ash represents truth that truth which is responsible for the existence of everything and every being with that i am adorning myself to the lord and then to ourselves so also automatically we are in a meditative mood we don't have to do any meditation so whether it is like this on the nama also the nama material also is very very cooling vaishnavite sus so whether it is one or three it all means that so three one represents ek avastha that's so three one horizontal vertical kumkum chantan also is cooling what it is made up of etc so these are all ingredients again which are very very powerful in absorbing positive vibrations and transferring it into us and this is a most soft spotiness which will immediately absorb there are people who make a snake over there snake represents ego this represents the eye of knowledge where is intuition where is ego this is light this is darkness voluntarily voluntarily we are putting it there some use black but that is a different you know path of uh, you know spirituality we should know what path we are walking what we are doing then we can put black over here black absorbs everything so again we should know whether it's right for us to absorb all wavelengths so if it's all right it's our whole teacher mahatma will teach us safest is what we are using that's why they say the forehead should never be blank men or women everybody will be insisted if from childhood onwards so from where will we collected not from the uh, dressing table but from the lords you know altar it is there he has used it it has become prasad therefore when we when we take it automatically our mind is in a very nice state your prasadam is there where you know is shining on my forehead lord i have beautified myself with that therefore nothing now can happen to me unto us and another thing is when we see each other first we see the face of a person so she has kumkum i have kept vibhuti so the kumkum on her forehead will remind me of the lord the chandan on her forehead will remind her of the lord and then so when we do namaskar to each other we are doing namaskar to each one of us only but ultimately we are doing it to the lord who is residing in you and who is residing in me by looking at that you're listening to upasana daily spirituality one beautiful ritual that i really like is lighting a lamp but do we do it just for decoration or again is there a deeper meaning to it why do we light the lamp over there we have to light the lamp that is there inside us the heart is a lamp the the wick that we have is the faith that is there in us oil of devotion should be put there and then the light of knowledge has to be brought from where master will light it up actually it's burning but now it is all veiled so therefore instead of saying i'm unveiling they will say i'm bringing light into your life so we want light inside we are groping in the dark we know it is very very bright now but we are all in darkness only we are all amavasya only amavasya ama means darkness we are clothed in darkness though upanishad says isha vasyam idam jagat so we want to bring light into our life first of all the light of knowledge must enter into us how to do it first we will bring light into our house 
that itself is difficult therefore we like normally earlier days they would have one lamp burning 24 into 7 nanda deepa will be there never it will go or there will be fire agni in the house from there the you know the the jyoti will be taken to the puja room to the kitchen to wherever we want it will be taken from there there is no striking matchbox it is always from there it is brought and when somebody is bringing it they'll say don't show your back to light when a light is being diya is being lit up we all must face it when we light jyoti in front of the lord you are the you know it is like antar jyoti hai bahir jyoti hai pratyek jyoti hai everywhere there is light but we can't perceive the light that is there here at the most sun in the moon fire but here we we see it in a very concentrated form and this is the light uh, jyoti light that i want within my life and therefore we light it there and say lord this jyoti i want it to enter into my life also and therefore we light and when we light it like i said we bring it from somewhere where it is already been lit and then we light it up so when we light the lamp for the lord it is you know in a, again we are li- we are lighting up the lamp of devotion we can say we are lighting up the lamp of our faith we can say we are lighting up the lamp of our knowledge all words we can use ultimately there should be light in our life it shouldn't be darkness and also they say we it's very nice to concentrate on the jyoti one thing is it is always pointed up it never points down so it's telling us always rise up always think higher think nobler rise higher up and it is actually pointing out spiritual to materialistic also but it says you have to move upward if you want to come in contact the reality that is there within you and also the color golden color represents the color of knowledge for lover guru vara the, the day of guru the color is golden so golden always represents knowledge for us gold color therefore it represents golden color then it it is always going up you know always moving up and therefore it signifies for us what should enter into our lives therefore they say concentrate and also when we concentrate the vibrations that are coming out of it it emits some vibrations it will get absorbed by us that's why they say concentrate until your eyes start to you know water never mind concentrate they say one thing focusing will come concentration will come in our lives but the uh, radiations that are emitted by adhya uh, is very very far that is that we don't get from any of the you know artificial in fact they emit heat for us this will not so much emit heat for us and it's very beautiful you know when we have only lamps 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 in a temple or in our puja room and all these lights are all not there it's it's it creates a very beautiful environment for us and when the you know flame does again why does it flicker because of the wind so therefore in us also why does our life flicker the winds of kama krodha lobha moha madha matsari so cut off all of them it will never even flicker steadily the flame will be going up so it is teaching us that also in our life we should be as steady as the flame that is there when there are no cross winds at all so very beautiful and when flickers in in a puja room it gives aliveness to the idol that is there we can switch off all the electric lights in our puja room and try to see god's picture whether it's a photo or whether it is an idol only in this life we will feel an aliveness over there when the artificial lights are there that much aliveness we will never be able to see 
अगेन यह पश्यति स पश्यति ही अलोन सीज हो सीज आई वो व्हाट इज देयर आई वांट द लाइट बैक इट इज टू डार्क यू नो दैट्स वेयर वी विल बी सो देयरफॉर लाइटिंग द लैंप हैज गॉट लॉट ऑफ सिग्निफिकेंस योर लिसनिंग टू उपासना डेली स्पिरिचुअलिटी वी ऑलवेज से से इट विद फ्लावर्स सो इवन टू गॉड we want to say it with flowers that lord i love you is that what we do when we do archana with flowers lamps are all lit mala has been put everything over now we do archana to the lord 108 names of the lord flowers are there in front of us again which flowers we use which leaves we use there is a re- you know a reason only flowers which have beautiful fragrance should be taken flowers which don't have fragrance or fragrance with a ne- with a negative vibration are not to be used aroma therapy is there see all therapy will be there that does you know eye therapy for the nose it is fragrance therapy so we can't use anything that we like then our uh, entire mind gets disturbed and some fragrances give us headache also so whatever is very soothing you know which makes the mind come to its uh, come to a very nice spiritual level such flowers only we should take flowers represent our vasanas flower has vasana smell we also have vasanas what smell the smell fragrance of our personality is because of all the flowers that are there in our bank samskaras so many flowers are there because of that i am you know we go through so many activities because of that desires come then thoughts come then we get into activities we hope to uh, exhaust our karmas but then new new karmas get added more flowers back into the bank flower bank not money bank so again and again we come so what should we do these flowers we have to offer to the lord our samskaras vasanas we have to offer to the lord is represented by the flowers over there we have numerous but we can't even do 108 no leave alone sahasranama where we will do at least 108 the 108 is there's a, a, a i mean a meaning for that so what do we do one flower we pick at a time with these three fingers this is not to be used so this this and this we pick one flower when we pick a flower see it will be like this no we pick the stem so the flower is facing downward all our samskaras are facing downward we are worldly let's say money minded this minded that minded everything is downward turn so when we pick one samskara vasana in us it is a downward how can i offer it to the lord i have to raise it and you know put it uh, right side up it was upside down now so we make it like this so that much of effort we should have already put in there where are we finished that's all so every flower we pick up we are picking up one samskara in us with great effort we are turning it upward we are turning it towards the lord narada says in narada bhakti sutra don't try to kill or exhaust your kama krodha lobha moha and all of it not possible in so that turn everything towards the lord i have lust in me i am turning it towards you i have anger in me i'm going to turn it towards you we can become angry with the lord no problem and we can give him left hand ninda stutis are there you did like this you did like this dasuru has written tyagaraja swami has written what all god you have done to me when they come to you you make them poppers and beggars so that is you know 
turning the anger if we can say that very jealous let's be jealous with the law you have so many good quality can't you put one good quality into me all you want for yourself and you give it you give it to your favorite you know that's how we uh, you you know we uh, transmute it not sublimate so we turn it with with some effort so that which was facing down now is upward turn once turned upward means it's become good now so what do we do now it's fit for offering to the lord now it was a desire for coffee now it has become desire for god now it was angry anger towards her now it is anger towards the lord so now it becomes you know fit to to be offered to the lord here it wasn't fit to be offered to the lord at all so when we turn it it's ready to be offered to the lord we offer it to him where is he he is in our heart therefore we have to bring it up to our heart and offer it there but we can't see him there no it is but he is there in front of us therefore we bring these three fingers up to our heart the spiritual heart is supposed to be on the right side and then take our hand up to there there we have placed him all our prana there and you just go there and release your hold on the flower it will drop off by itself just go there release your hold release your hold on the anger and the lust and the greed and the bitterness and everything that you have it will drop off by itself you don't have to drop it this is called real archan not just throwing some flowers so by the time we have done 108 108 is you know linked with the 72 na- 72000 nadis that are there in us and i think a normal average human life even person breathes in and out how many times i don't know some 50000 not 50000 50, 55 after that there's some number i i don't know the number now that many times so therefore now that many times we can't do there is a specific number with which they have divided this huge number brought it down to 1008 for a sahasranama that also is difficult for us they brought it down to 108 for us make it very simple mala that's why also is 108 we can't have a thousand bead mala so either 108 or half of that or half of that it's easier for us to handle that's all but it has got to do with the nadis and it's got to do with our breathing in and breathing out which means every nadi of mine i am charging i'm daring directing my life current towards the lord only through every nadi or every breathing out breathing in and breathing out that i am doing lord i am trying to connect with you if we can do that we are already in moksha now so when we are you know offering the flower to the lord we chant his name om shri krishnaya namaha om is the one impersonal nameless formless lord nameless formless i can't handle therefore i brought you down to krishna's form therefore om shri krishnaya and what do we do namaha i surrender when we come to prostration we'll see what is the meaning of namaha So like this we are supposed to do our archana. Upasana Daily Spirituality आशा करते हैं कि आपको ये सोच कास्ट बहुत पसंद आया अगर कुछ कहना है इसके बारे में तो लिखकर बताइए हमें अपने फेसबुक और इंस्टाग्राम पेज पर सोच कास्ट ढूंढिए अगर आपको अपनी सोच दुनिया को सुनानी हो तो सोच कास्ट करो सोच कास्ट